You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you separate fact from fiction in fitness. For more details about this podcast and other episodes, visit fitgirlpodcast.com. This is podcast episode number 294. In this episode, we're going to focus on consistency in all three topics, nutrition, motivation, and training. In nutrition, we're going to talk about easy and convenient ways to get your day started right with protein. Start your day with your metabolism flying and your fat burning with protein on the go. In motivation, we're going to go over six easy ways to stay consistent and how to overcome common obstacles and challenges that get you off track. In training, I'm going to give you a periodization program for full body workouts to be done three times a week with the best exercises to choose from along with the sets and number of repetitions that change each week. I hope you had a chance to check out the two new videos on biceps training that are on the YouTube channel Fitness Makeover. And if not, go ahead and get over there, check them out. I've got some really good information on the do's and the don'ts and how to get the most out of those exercises, which are by far the best ones for shaping your biceps. And if you did not get an email from me notifying you that those were up there, then make sure you stop by the fitgirlpodcast.com website so that you can sign up for the instant news of new postings. There are three simple rules to get in shape, and most of them have to do with consistency, which is why I thought we'd discuss that in this podcast in a little bit more length. The three simple rules are kind of based on my whole philosophy that you don't have to kill yourself to get in shape. You just have to do the right things, which means in exercise, doing the most effective exercises, in nutrition, eating the right types of foods, and in motivation, fueling your mind with the right type of self-talk. You need to do these things the right way, which in exercise would be proper form, and in nutrition, eating balanced meals, and in motivation, giving yourself that positive self-talk. And of course, you need to be consistent which means in exercise, you need to do some rather than none at all. And in nutrition, allow yourself some of those goodies that you want. And for motivation, give yourself consistent, supportive thoughts. If you boil it down, it's doing the right things the right way. And of course, being consistent with it. Those are three simple rules to get in shape. Consistency sounds like an easy thing, but in reality, we all know it's not. So let's go ahead and start with six ways to stay consistent. And of course, that's going to help you overcome obstacles and challenges that get in your way of being consistent. And the first one is to set a realistic schedule. And I know you've probably heard that before, choosing a workout routine that aligns with your daily schedule and all the commitments you have is obviously going to make it easier to stick to an exercise habit. But the better part of that is taking it one step further and setting specific days and times and ingraining them not only into your schedule, but into your subconscious mind. And that's going to make a difference. That's going to help prioritize those if they already have their date and time set aside, just like any other important meeting that you might have during the week. And that's why exercise classes are popular at gyms. They actually have a dedicated day and time for the workout. So it gives you that set schedule. And of course, then there's that camaraderie of people that are like-minded showing up at the class. And so it kind of has the best blend of everything that's going to help you stay consistent. But again, it really boils down to saying, these are my workout days. 
these are my workout times. And knowing that not only is that important for your health, but it's also important for your mental health because we know that if we miss a workout, we kind of don't get that stress release and that can kind of make us tense and anxious in other areas of our lives and maybe not quite so fun to be around. So even just getting to the gym for a little bit is going to help with that, at least mentally. The second thing is to prepare in advance. Maybe lay your workout clothes and whatever you need to take for your workout, put it out the night before and visualize yourself in that outfit going through your workout, either as you fall asleep or right before you fall asleep. This is acting as if you were already doing that workout, and that's going to rewire your brain and your subconscious mind to be focused on that as if it's already happened, and it's going to be that much easier for you to get up when it's time to get up and to, if you're doing a morning workout, go hit that workout, or if you're doing an afternoon or later one, it's already going to be ingrained in your mind that it's something that's going to happen. The third easy way is to find somebody at the gym that you know, we always talk about having a workout buddy, but sometimes you can't get somebody to work out with you at the same time. It just doesn't coordinate. But inevitably, there's always groups of people that go at about the same time each day to the gym. So if you've got your set days and times, you're likely going to run into some of the same people. And even if you don't strike up a conversation with them, you can still in your mind say, hey, that's my gym buddy, and I'm going to go there to make sure that that gym buddy is there, and you know, they're probably doing the same thing for me. And of course, yes, you could go ahead and talk to them and strike up the friendship and say, hey, you know, you're kind of my person that I'm looking to make sure you're here and keeping consistent so that I can be consistent too. And sometimes it ends up being like your warm-up buddy. You both are on the treadmill for five minutes warming up and then you go do your separate workouts. But it's one of those things that you chit-chat a little bit and it's like, okay, that's my warm-up buddy. Or even if you just walk in the gym, you say, oh yeah, there's the elliptical guy. He's, he's here at the same time every day. Or maybe you're like, oh, there's medicine ball girl. She's doing her stuff over there like she normally does. So it's that familiarity that's going to help spur you to go and stay consistent because you know that they're probably looking at the same thing and whatever nickname they give you, they're probably, you know, hoping that you're going to show up too because they want you to be consistent because if we're all consistent together, then it all helps us bond in that whole gym community. The next step is remembering that exercise and workouts and changing your body is a gradual progression. And this is probably the most important part because we tend to think that we are consistent for a couple of days or a couple of weeks and we should have already reached our goals. And that's not necessarily true. Our bodies have their own time frame in which they want to change. And of course, it also depends on what you do outside of the gym. If you start with some manageable workouts and don't try to do too much too fast, you can gradually increase your intensity or your duration so you can avoid being burnt out and avoid injuries because if you do too much too soon or if you have overtraining, you're going to inevitably injure something. More and more studies are showing that it's not so much the intensity of what you do during your workout, it's the consistency that gets you the long-term results. So rather than worrying about if you hit your personal best for that day, just Focus on doing a workout that feels good. Some days you're going to go in there and you're going to just do really well. You're going to be strong. You're going to follow your program. You're going to be focused. And other days you're just not going to quite be into it. There might be something going on in your head. You're just not quite there. 
And that's okay to say, you know what? I'm not going to really push myself, but I am going to go and do my exercise and make sure that, you know, my muscles get moved, make sure that everything is working. So if you don't hit a personal best, don't worry. Just use the muscles that you would normally be using for that workout. For example, if you're doing back, then do back exercises and make them challenging. Make sure you feel your muscles working, but don't worry about pushing yourself. Because again, it's that consistency that's going to make the ultimate changes in your body. Try to think of it as getting cobwebs out of your muscles. You know, when you're trying to get a cobweb out of a corner, you don't sit there and bash it and bash it. You just kind of gently sweep it away. And sometimes that's what we have to do with our muscles. Maybe we're overtired. Maybe our mind is elsewhere. So you know what? You go into the gym and you do things you don't normally do. You change it up so that you're focusing a little bit on something different. But you're also getting those cobwebs out of maybe some other muscles that you don't usually use, or maybe ones that you don't have time to focus on because you're focusing on the large body parts to really impact your metabolism. So maybe on these days that you don't feel like going crazy and heavy and, or whatever on your workout, you can just focus on some of those smaller exercises that you don't regularly do. And maybe you don't necessarily feel like doing your scheduled workout. It's okay to change it. It's okay to say, you know what, I was supposed to do pull-ups and squats and deadlifts. I just don't feel like I have the energy, had a long night or a big week at work. That's okay. Do something else. Sometimes you need that change of pace, whether it's doing a, a different machine or a machine you hardly ever do or an exercise you rarely do. You need that change of pace or change of scenery for your muscles and for your mentality, and your body and your mind will thank you for it later on. The fifth easy way to help yourself be consistent is to keep a workout log. So even if you go in and you can look and say, this is the planned workout, and you follow it, and you challenge yourself to one more repetition, or you challenge yourself to five more pounds on that particular exercise, writing it down is going to reinforce that you're heading in the right direction. It's going to give you that sense of accomplishment that's going to keep you coming back. The other thing is if you decide to go off track, you don't actually do your planned program, you write down what you did do so that, again, you look back at that at the end of the month and you can say, okay, yeah, maybe I didn't do it exactly, but I did these exercises and I hadn't done those in a long time. And so I was still right in that realm and I'm gaining progress. I'm moving forward. I'm at least being consistent. And that's what's going to make the biggest change in your body. And the last thing is to celebrate those small wins. Don't try to always look for the big, big celebration items like losing 10 pounds or adding 100 pounds to your bench press. Acknowledge and celebrate your progress. Just showing up in the gym is a big deal. Celebrate that. Give yourself a pat on the back. Whether you're consistent for four days or three days, or you've noticed that you've increased your stamina, or you're looking at your log and seeing that you're lifting heavier weights than you were four weeks ago, or maybe you just completed a four-week program and you realize, hey, I was consistent. I stayed on schedule. I got all the workouts in. And that is major. I know we're saying small wins, but you know what? In the course of everything, that's a major win because you did it. So all of those little small wins 
of looking at your workout log and saying, I did this workout, I've been consistent, I've increased my weights, maybe I wasn't so great with this, but I've improved on that. These are all things that are going to get you to your ultimate goal. So remember, it's not as much about what you do in the gym. Of course, you always want to challenge yourself, but consistency is what's going to get you results. But in the course of life, consistency is more important for your health than having a kick-ass hard workout once a week. So just remember, the big picture is health and longevity. And of course, these added byproducts of getting muscle and tone and losing weight, those are benefits. Keeping our body moving, working the muscles, keeping all those cobwebs out of every muscle and every body part, that is the main picture that we're shooting for because that's what we have to keep up with for the rest of our lives. So use these tips and be consistent so that you can reach your goals too. When it comes to nutrition, we know that there are two things that are very important when it comes to changing your body. One is getting protein and making sure you're getting enough protein and quality protein. Number two is, whether you like it or not, eating breakfast. And I know for a lot of people that is not an easy thing to do, whether they're just so busy in the morning that they're running out the door, they don't have time to sit down and have a breakfast or they just don't like to eat in the morning. Whatever the case is, you do need breakfast to spur your metabolism, to help your body release fat, and to give you some energy to start the day. And knowing that protein is so vital for every single meal you have, you've got to make sure you get some of it in first thing in the morning. So we're going to go over some easy things that you can either prepare beforehand in bulk or batches, or things that are just easy to kind of grab and take with you as you run out the door. Now, let's remember that protein is vital for fat burning and for muscle preservation, especially when you're trying to lose weight or if you're going through intense exercise sessions and sometimes you're doing both. So again, extra important if you're doing both or if you want to see your body change significantly in a shorter amount of time. Now, the other thing that protein also helps with, it boosts your metabolism with a process called the thermic effect of food. And that basically means that your body's actually going to expend more energy to digest protein compared to fats or carbohydrates. So there's certainly enough benefits to protein first thing in the morning that you should be jumping out of bed ready to run and grab your protein meal. Now, we also know that protein helps you to preserve your lean body mass and your lean muscle mass, and your lean muscle is your toned body. So if you can't preserve that, then you're definitely not going to have a toned or sculpted body. So again, lots of reasons to get that protein in. And sometimes it just means starting out with little steps or little bites and getting into that habit and then increasing the amount of food or protein or meal as you continue that habit. How do you get protein first thing in the morning if you're not a big morning eater? The way you get food in you in the morning, especially protein, if you're not a morning eater, is that you have something already prepared, something that's easy. Maybe you can take a couple of bites and be done with it and still be high quality protein. So the first thing, of course, that comes to mind is hard boiled eggs. Now, I know not everybody is a hard-boiled egg fan, so don't worry. There's plenty of other options here on this list. One of the things, though, that you can do with eggs in general is you can definitely pre-make different types 
of breakfast foods that you can just take with you out the door. You can make your own egg McMuffin, so to speak, by using the egg, getting some cheese, maybe a slice of, well, yeah, some bacon, because you know what, it's definitely something that you need as far as fats go. You're not going to have a ton of it. Or you could use a slice of ham, or you could just forget that part and just go with the egg and the cheese on either a muffin or what type of bread you like. I mean, you don't have to go crazy particular on the type of bread unless you're eating bread at other times during the day. Once a day is fine. You can certainly make a healthy choice when it comes to that. But those are also easy things that you can have pre-made, wrapped up in some foil or a Ziploc or however you can carry your food around and grab it on your way out. Of course, it's going to save you time because you're not waiting in line at one of these drive throughs Another easy thing to pre-make in batches is eggs and broccoli and cheese souffle, so to speak. So you could make these in little muffin tins, or you can make these in smaller souffle bowls. A little hard to say that sometimes. And those are great to make in pre-batches because they're actually quite filling. You can figure out how many eggs, egg whites, egg yolks. You can get just liquid egg whites. There's different ways that you can do that, but you can pretty much calculate out how much protein you're getting and then give it some flavor with a little bit of cheese and add some of that broccoli so you have that fiber in you in the morning too. And that's definitely going to give you a lot better energy throughout the day. You may not be like me that likes to eat things cold. Some people really have to have everything heated. It's also an easy thing just to pop in the microwave for maybe 20 seconds and just warm it up a little bit. You might like that. You might also like it cold. And of course, there's so many other things you can add to it that are also healthy, different types of vegetables, different types of meats, and it's small. So you don't have to have a big, huge thing. So you're just popping in one or two in your mouth and you're good to go. Another great protein source is Greek yogurt. And that's something that you can get in small containers. They have bigger ones. It just depends on how much volume you want to eat or how much you have time to eat. Sometimes you have time to sit down and have four tablespoons and that's all you need. Again, you don't want to rush your foods because that's going to bother your digestion, but you know, find your time and realize this is important. It's just as important as brushing your teeth or brushing your hair in the morning. Plan that extra five minutes to eat that Greek yogurt or whatever you're going to eat. The easiest thing, and this is my usual go-to for the morning, is protein powder. Get a scoop of it, put it in some water, stir it up, two sips, and you're done. And that kind of goes along with doing a smoothie or protein drink. When I say smoothie, most people talk about putting all sorts of different fruits in it. And fruits do still have a lot of sugar. If you are doing that smoothie concept, just be aware of what you're putting in it. That's why I prefer just to take my protein powder mix it in water, and there you go. You can also do cottage cheese and fruit, which is kind of along that same line of Greek yogurt and that you're going to have to stop and eat it a little bit. But sometimes you realize that, you know what, you get to work and you have certain things that you're doing that you could actually eat while you're doing that. Take that time and maybe multitask. So speaking of combinations, proteins and healthy fats will work really well together to keep your body satisfied, but also to kind of boost that metabolism. And that would be things such as avocados or nuts that you can add to your eggs. Or if you are having some protein and some oatmeal, you can add those in there. The avocado slices you can put with those egg soufflés or your little mini McMuffins. And again, another healthy way 
to get some of these things in your diet and in your body that will help with your skin and with your satisfaction as far as your food goes. And of course, that's going to help you later on the day. You're not going to be so starving. You're not going to be trying to eat whatever you can to get your blood sugar back up. There's a multitude of reasons why this protein meal is so important. So remember, if you start your day with that protein meal, you're setting your body on the right path for fat burning. You're helping to preserve your metabolically active muscle. Remember, that's that muscle that burns calories when you're sitting on the couch and makes you look really good. All of that is just going to help you get in shape faster. When it comes to your workouts, periodization is changing your workouts on a regular basis, but also kind of going back to some of the exercises to see if you've improved in your strength. The periodization program I'm going to give you is one for full body workouts three times a week. You can definitely do other workouts in between, or you might have a totally different plan and that's fine, but this is one of the ways that you can choose to make your workouts fit into your schedule. And then maybe two other days during the week, you get some fun running around with the kids or you go to the park and try to do those pull-ups or you just go into the gym and do some extra work. What we do here is we're focusing on the big lifts, which means the ones that are going to work more of your body. You're only going to be doing a couple of exercises and a few sets of each. And again, this is focusing on getting you to be consistent and getting you stronger, which is going to create that lean muscle, which is going to not only boost your metabolism, but make you look tighter and more sculpted, which is pretty much what everybody wants. When it comes to the big exercises, and we say big just because they work multi-body parts at the same time, we're talking about squats, bench presses, rows, deadlifts, pull-ups or front pull-downs, and leg curls. These are also exercises that have a lot of variety. So that means when it comes to bench press, it doesn't actually have to be bench press. It could be an inclined dumbbell press. It could be a decline bench press. It could be anything that has some sort of bench press type movement in it. Now that means it's not a fly. It's still going to be a bench press. It's not a shoulder press. It's still going to be some form of a bench press. You get the idea that there are different ways to use these exercises. They don't just have to be the base exercise. So when it comes to the big list, we're picking two of those to do on these workouts. So you've got three days, you've got six exercises, and I'm going to leave a sheet that on the uh, show notes so that you can download it. But you've got three days, you've got six exercises, and that was squats, bench, row, deadlift, pull up or pull down, and leg curl. You would pick two of those for each day. So basically, you're taking two power type exercises and you're focusing on them. Those are your strength exercises. So you're not doing a little bit for everything. You're really focusing on strength. And of course, that's going to change your body faster. Then there are secondary exercises and you're just going to pick one or two. And sometimes these can be that extra day in the gym that you get in. And those secondary ones are the chest fly, shoulder press, which would actually be optional, biceps triceps, and then stability ball crunch and rotator cuff. If you had to really pare it down, because I know it's three days and I've given you six exercises, you would choose the larger parts or the body parts that don't get worked as much. So that would be the chest fly, biceps and triceps, because your shoulders are going to get hit when you're doing bench presses. You're going to use them when you're rowing and when you're doing pull downs. We don't want them to be overused. Rotator cuff, you should kind of be doing as a warm up anyway. 
And some form of abdominals you can do anywhere, anytime, whether it's doing a crunch or a reverse curl or a plank. The stability ball crunch just is by far the most effective way to do the abdominals as far as that goes. And the one that's least likely to get screwed up because pretty much anytime I see people doing the rope crunches and hanging leg raises in the gym, they're completely wrong and using the wrong muscle. So I try to give you things that I know you're not going to screw up. I have great faith in you, of course. So you'll pick one of those or you will just spread them out, whichever. But those are going to be the secondary ones. They're not as important as the first two. So for some reason you're crunched on time, you shoot for those first two exercises. When it comes to your sets and your weights, you're always going to do at least one warm-up set. You can actually even do two warm-up sets or three, depending on how heavy your weights are. If you're a beginner, one warm-up set is probably going to be enough. Intermediate, two might be enough. And then when you're advanced, you might actually need two or three to get to your working set. Now, remember, warm-up sets are warm-up. They're not meant to be a full-blown-out set. So you do about half the repetitions you would do for your regular sets. Then your working sets would be about two, three, or four, depending on your level. So beginners would probably do two working sets, intermediate three, and then advanced four or more. And again, it depends on your goals. The way your program would cycle in this particular periodization program is the first two weeks, you'd be focusing on eight to 10 reps. The second two weeks, you'd be dropping that to six to eight reps. And that goes for the ladies too. And that means you're increasing your weight. You're trying to get stronger. You can use the same exercises for the first four weeks, but you can also switch exercises every two weeks too, because you'll come back to this whole cycle again when you get through six weeks. When you get to weeks five and six, then you're dropping your repetitions to five. And again, that's not that much different than six to eight, but you're again looking for that maximum strength. So then when you get to that week six, you're starting all over again. So whatever exercises you had chosen for week one and two, you're repeating those and you're repeating them for the same repetition range. And that way you can compare the strength difference and you should be stronger. And if you don't think you are, throw a couple more pounds on there and see. You will be, I can guarantee you, you will be stronger. And when you're stronger, you're gaining muscle that increases your metabolism. It gives you the way you want to look, that tight tone muscle. So you'd be going through that whole round a second time. And that's actually where it's pretty fun because you look at your log and you can say, oh, I'm going to try to do more here. I'm going to put more weight on here and see how many I can do. So it's really not trying, you're doing, you're putting more weight on, you're seeing what number you can get. And then you can comp compare it to before. And again, that's a motivation boost right there. And that's another reason that you'll be spurned on to be consistent because you'll start to see changes in the number of repetitions you can do for that particular weight. Now, when it comes to those secondary exercises, you're not really as concerned about increasing the weights on them. But if they do, that's great too. Just remember that it's those bigger lifts that you're looking to get a lot stronger on. Even though you probably could do the exact same two big lifts on all of those six weeks, it's probably a better idea to mix up a couple of them just so that you don't get bored with it. Because again, you'll be repeating that. And then of course, that's 12 weeks. And at that point, it's time to revise the entire program. When you talk about taking these periodization programs and breaking them up into chunks, and it sounds like, wow, doing the whole year in advance, that's a lot. I don't think I can even think that far in advance. Well, 
you see that these six weeks that are broken down in just two weeks at a time turn into 12 weeks very quickly. And that's how you stay consistent. And that's how you see the results you want, because you have a reason to go to the gym. You have a reason to compare what you're doing to the last time you did it. And you know that you only have two weeks of it, which basically means you've got two shots at it. Well, actually for three times a week, yeah, you still have two shots at it because you're only hitting that exercise once a week. You've got that sense of urgency. That's going to give you that motivation to go and do it. So again, I will put this on the fitgirlpodcast.com website so you can download it. A lot of times it makes a heck of a lot more sense when you can actually look at it than hearing it, but you'll still have the concepts down. And again, you can use on that front page the one rep max calculator because the weights you're going to want to use are between 60 and 85% of that one rep maximum. So your working sets are going to be more close to that 85%. And then of course, your warm ups are going to be 50 and 65% of that one rep max. And that just gives you a starting point. Once you've gotten that starting point, you're going to have your reference of your workout log to know where you need to go. And again, that work workout log is going to give you motivation because when you are going into the gym to do that workout, what I usually do is when I'm warming up, doing just maybe five minutes on the bike, I look over that workout log. I look at the workout I did last time and I say, okay, that's what I did. Let's see what I can challenge this time. Keeping that log, writing it down, that's going to help keep you motivated, which is going to keep you consistent and get the results you want faster. Please make sure you go check out the YouTube channel. That would be youtube.com forward slash fitness makeover. There's actually a whole section of what you can call follow along classes or follow along exercise. These are classes that I taught that were recorded live. So sometimes they are not as predictable (laughs) as something that's been pre-planned and can be edited. You'll still get a variety of workouts in there, stretch, some yoga, sculpting, the chair yoga has really taken off. It's not as easy as it sounds. And the great thing about it is that you can make it easy, but you can also make it very challenging. Just like anything else, it's what you put into it that you're going to get out of it. Go check all those out. And of course, your feedback is always important to me and I appreciate it. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. Check out my YouTube channel at Fitness Makeover. You can type that in as youtube.com forward slash fitness makeover. For more details about this podcast and other episodes, visit fitgirlpodcast.com. 